What up, guys? You're listening to The Movement. I'm O, your host for today, and I'm joined by Wilson, JP, and Cam. We are the Shepherds of Men. If you listened to before, you already know what it is, man. This is a personal development, a get the fuck out of bed and win, not give a damn about what people think or say, because they're probably losers anyway, podcast. If you're easily offended, weak-minded, or bad words hurt your feelings, this ain't going to be for you, bro. So honestly, man, with that, with that out of the way, um, today's episode, episode four, we're going to be covering mindset. There's two different kinds of mindset in the world. There's a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Guys, when I say growth and fix, what do you think as far as mindsets go? Wilson here. Uh, I think fixed mindsets, man, you, you, I think a lot of people come into personal development and actually growth for themselves um, with a fixed mindset, me, me included. And I think it's more or less that you, you're always looking for validation. You're always looking for someone to say that you're doing a good job or what have you. You're, you're seeking recognition in a sense. Uh, and if you don't get it, it just messes your whole world up and you just want to be recluse, go in a closet or do something stupid. Right. A Where, lot of it is like, it, this is, this is set in stone. Like I'm never going to be good enough. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. And then growth mindset to me, I mean, I think it's just like you're, you know, failure is a part of it and it's not going to mess you up if you mess up or, you know, do something stupid, like on a right. podcast, say something wrong or whatever. You <laughs> Who know? does that? Yeah, uh, we've never done that. Oh, no, no, never. Uh, <laughs> so I think that, it, you know, uh, coming into this uh, mindset, whenever you were sending us some questions and stuff, it's just really cool to see where we've all grown, which we'll hit on that here in a little bit. But that growth mindset's huge because you're you're all constantly moving forward, constantly trying to improve, and you can only improve on the things that you mess up on, typically, or other people's, you know, advice. Go ahead, Kim. So the first thing I was thinking about when you were at, like, tell me, you know, fix versus growth or whatever. <clears throat> this may be a silly example, but. Or somebody, um, conversation years ago, and I've always, as long as I can remember, I've always had more of a growth mindset when it comes to just things I want to accomplish in my life in general, like never being, uh, I wouldn't say never being content, but never being um, just happy with being in the same place for very long. And I was talking to somebody that had a very fixed mindset when it came to, you know, business or finances or success in jobs or whatever. And they literally, you know, were arguing with me about how, you know, if you go out and um, push yourself hard and you, you know, are trying to get a bigger piece of the pie, well, that means somebody else gets a smaller piece. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that No joke. And I guess there's a lot of, I mean, apparently a whole lot of people that really think that there's an actual one size pie and that there's only so much to go around. And so if somebody has more, which is why we have the mentality we have in, in this country right now and around the world, is if somebody else has a lot, that means somebody else is getting left out. And that's just not true. And what I had through through conversation in a loving way to explain to them was you can cook as many damn pies as you want to. Right. Like there's not it's there's no lack of ingredients or resources. So you can make as many pies and have as many slices or biggest slices as you want to. And, I, and to me, that's a very clear picture of the difference between growth and fixed. Yeah, dude. So I think, I mean, for me personally, I think, I think when I, when I look at fixed and growth mindsets, I look at the way that, that you, you handle adversity, um, and criticism. Hmm. Um, that's, I think for me personally, it's the biggest separator between the two of them. Uh, kind of like you were talking about Wilson, whenever you said, you know, when, when things go sour or things go south, you know, does it ruin your whole world? If somebody doesn't say, Hey, good job, buddy. Does it ruin your whole world? 
um, you know, can you take criticism and grow from it? Or do you take criticism and it defines you? Um, from a fixed mindset standpoint, people are defined by what other people think of them. Um, but, but on the flip side of that, a fixed mindset can also be destroyed by praise, you know, and, and I'm, I'm a firm believer in, uh, praising the work ethic, uh, rather than the victory. And that is as of recently. So please understand this. These are learned concepts. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to tell you right now, uh, and, and there's a mix. You're not either or. There, there, there's, yep. there's a mix. You're, 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. There's people out there that have a great growth mindset and majority of very successful people, um, are, are probably 80, 20 growth mm-hmm. to fixed mindset, but you're, you're going to be mixed in there. And I grew up probably more so on the growth mindset, but some of my detriment was due to, I get, I said due to, <laughs> <laughs> due to, uh, you know, natural talent. I, I was always, you know, I was, I was able to set pull up records in school and things of that nature. So people told me I was, you know, strong or people tell you you're smart. And if you think that that's a level that you have to be working hard at something that is difficult and potentially failing is unbelievably detrimental to your reputation. Yeah. If that makes sense, you know, so for, for me personally, I think it's the way that that uh, we'll get into it a little bit more later on the podcast, I would imagine. Yeah, we'll, so. we're going to elaborate for sure. Sure. Okay. Now, now that I've heard all you guys, is what what you know, and I know, Josh, you've, you read the book as well. Chris, I know you started in on it. Cameron, have you read? I've read it. It's okay. been a few years ago, but I've read it. It's, oh, my God. So It's amazing. For, for those of you listening, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success by Carol S. Dweck. Um, if, you've, if, you, if you read books... If you don't read books, first highly of all, recommended. read books. Yeah, yeah highly please. recommend this book, Goodness. though, because it really delves. We're going to be doing like a high-level overview of this and kind of simple definitions and, and um, ways to kind of combat it and very and, and live in the moment, think in the moment of what, you, what you're doing. But um, to go deeper and really dig in what we're talking about today, man, gr- grab the book. It, it's it's very engaging. It makes you think a lot about um, who you are as a person, what kind of mindset you have, and what you, what you have to offer in your uh, circle of influence. But... The, the actual definitions of fixed mindset, and a lot of you are pretty much right on, is a fi- in a fixed mindset, believing that your qualities are carved in stone. It creates the urgency to prove yourself over and over, and you're constantly looking for recognition. Failure is like death. Like, it's the end. You know, you fail. But with a growth mindset, though, it's the belief that, the, that your basic qualities are things you can cultivate through your efforts, your strategies, and help from others. Although people may differ in every which way, people can grow through application and repetition. Failure is an opportunity. So f- failure is an opportunity to become with a growth mindset. Whereas a fixed mindset, like it's <laughs> it's like you just want to you throw a tantrum because you and we see it all the time in sports, you know, guys lose or or guys miss the putt and they just bend the the shit out of their, you know, their putter or whatever they're doing. You know, you see that all the time. That is a perfect example of a fixed mindset in the moment. They may be growth mindset outside of that, but in that moment, they chose fixed mindset because they fa- you know, oh, I failed. Here's my tantrum. So really, what to, to the goal for today is for everyone listening and us here too, to, it's, it's really a gut check for us to recognize in your day-to-day lives what mindset you're currently employing and if needed to correct yourself in real time. Live in the present and on purpose. So the podcast, this podcast is really teach that mindsets are just beliefs, dude. Mindsets are just beliefs. However, they are powerful beliefs that only exist in your mind. And you can change your mind. 
It's that easy. We change our mind all the time. Do I want these cookies or that cookies? Do I want to eat healthy? Yes. Or do I want to eat not eat healthy? <laughs> right. You, know, you cookies. change your mind that way. So how it's 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 just as simple to change yourself from a fix to growth if you're checking yourself. So really, that's what I want to cover today. So I, I want to cover mindsets in different arenas because I know not everyone here is is an, has an athletic background. I know everyone here in this room doesn't have an athletic background, uh, nearly as extensive as, as Josh, especially. But um, <laughs> I'm going to disagree with that. But <laughs> hey, I played a lot of sports growing up. Pretty much, you know. I mean, backgrounds. The lose doesn't count. Just amount of time that you spend playing the sport. But we all, <laughs> no matter how good you were. But I do want to cover right. that. So we we all we've all played sports growing up. I mean, there's very few people that have it, you know. And but I want to I want to approach that because we all had different coaches. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to because that's where your your mindset comes in your from your game that you played, um, and and really foundationally for me is where a lot of my mindset came from. A lot of that applied to can apply to business too, but I definitely want to touch on sports and mindset. I definitely want to touch on relationships and mindset, and I definitely want to touch on business and mindset. So really, sports, your mindset going into the game, um, how it influenced you in the game. You know, did throwing the tantrum really matter, or no? Did accepting the the L, the loss. You know how you how you accept your loss, how you accepted your wins, however you want to talk about it. In business, I wanted I wanted to apply to how are you how, you know in a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. How are you applying it to your work, your your place of employment, or the business that you run, and your relationship? How are you viewing your relationship? You know, I, I think that's really easy one nowadays because I think a lot of people view their relationships in fixed mindsets, which is why divorce levels are so freaking mm-hmm. high, dude. Like yeah. you know what, this isn't going to get any better. Well, no shit. It's not going to get better, dude. You're not so putting you just any effort decided in. it wasn't. So. <laughs> yeah, right. you just decided it's not going to. You know, or or the, we touched on the grass and uh, grass is green thing. You yeah. know, on, on the uh, earlier episode. Yeah, the grass is greener because you're not working on your current grass, dude. Fixed mindset. Right. You know, if you took care of your own grass, it'd be just as green. Growth mindset. So, for really first, man, I want to start on. I want to start on sports. I guess first of all, what sports did you guys play growing up? Man, I played every, almost all of them that was available to me. So gotcha. I played baseball in elementary school. Uh, then I got uh, soccer. I played soccer uh, throughout that time. And then played uh, football and stayed with football. And then um, all the way up through, through high school. So uh, I enjoyed football the most. Uh, baseball was really good. But, uh, you know, talking about the mindset, though, I was always taught to, to go have fun. If you're not having fun, why you play? So with that said, if you're competitive, that doesn't play, you know. <laughs> so you, you, when you lose, you're not having fun because right. only only when you go to play sports and you're winning is when you're going to be having fun. So that's that's me, uh, that's my background. But uh, I really enjoyed um, the workouts, you know, just staying active. Uh, you know, I'm like a golden retriever when it comes to life. What I like everything. When <laughs> it comes to life. So those don't know me. I'm like happy go lucky. Let's have fun. If I'm having a bad day, it's just like a two second type of mindset, and then I'm back to positive again. Like it's just just, totally forgotten what happened. I've totally forgotten what happened. So I and before I met Cam in our life, uh, just in our background, dude, I literally was just floating through life, just. Hey, what's up? Everybody thought I was a stoner going through high school, and I never even smoked. Kind of sound like one right now. (laughs) Seriously, just because of my personality, I was just kind of like, "Yeah, dude, what's up?" You know, peace and love. (laughs) You know, Uh, so mindset for me is is it's it was a challenge for me to change from that fixed uh, to a growth mindset because it didn't really matter. 
to me, it just really didn't it because it wasn't enforced in my family to have that type of mindset in life. It was just like, as long as you're having fun, you're in church, you're doing this, you're doing that. Everybody thought I was a great kid and I was. So it's, uh, that's what I'm, I'm thinking of. Like, you know, when it comes to me, it's just like really, my background is mostly fixed until I met Cam and then we got some mentorship and got some people in my life to say, Hey, you, you need to start thinking for yourself and just not just kind of go with the flow and roll with the punches. Right. And we'll touch on business for sure. So keep sure. that in mind. Um, we're talking about, go ahead. Are we talking about sports still? What we yeah. Play? Yeah. Still you sports. What we play. Yeah. Yeah. What sports did you guys play? It's going to surprise you all because I played a lot of sports. I was actually fairly, I know when Josh is in the room, nobody looks athletic other than Josh, but oh my God. Um, don't let the pictures you on the website to see you. really not that mindset athletic. on me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Every, I think everyone that, that, that doesn't know Josh or has ever seen him just pictures like the Hulk sitting here with us. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. kidding, man. Uh, Talk about living close. up to a reputation. Right. Man. Well, People are going to see the bio. They're going to hop on our website and start checking us out, you know, and go, oh my God, that's Josh. JP? Man, we thought this really? dude would like take up the whole room. You need to go point. check that bio out at uh, Shepherds. Shepherds.men. Yeah. Live. Nice I'm plug. I'm gonna actually uh, have Derek change your picture in the on the site to the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> we should all just pick an Avenger. Yeah, I want to be Iron Man because uh, he's cocky. And- I'm gonna be Thor. I don't okay. be Hulk. You be Thor. I'll be Hulk a Labrador. This is a, we've so I'm so. Anyways, back on growth mindset. I think a growth mindset is wanting to be an Avenger. Yeah. Um, so I, I really I did play everything. I played uh I mean I played ball coming up as a little kid, but then organized in like junior high, high school type stuff. Um now I'm from a small town. So you, I mean I, I was good enough to start in everything, but there weren't that really many options, you know, as far as like bodies. Um but basketball, surprisingly enough, was actually my my top sport. And I, I mean we were we were really good. I loved that. And the coaching that I had there uh, on top of what my dad taught me, but the coach that I had there was actually my best friend's dad and just the mindset and the mentality of winning, um, and really the individual effort and the, and then, um, coming together as a team, what we could do individually, what we could do is we got together and how we, you know, long-term that would be the result that we had. And then water skiing was another one, which is a totally different ball game. Cause I, I started skiing when I was five years old and that is one, like to this day, you get me behind a boat on some slick glass water. And I'm I, like, I'll just smile. Like I can't even control it. I just smile. And, but it was one of those, but I was, I mean, when I was nine, I was slalom skiing and there was people where we went. It was like this That's big, impressive. there was a lot of people that just like, who's this little kid, you know, like out there just cutting up on a slalom when he's nine years old. But I, I still had that, you know, where it sucked a lot. I mean, I fell a lot and did all those different things, but I, you know, kept getting back up. My dad just, we'd stay out there all day long. I know we're going to talk about that in a little bit, a little bit, but it was always a, it was never like that's good enough kind of thing. And it was always an effort kind of mentality. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, dude, and that, that changes your path going yeah. forward, you know, yeah. side note before we move on. So we were, we were watching this, uh, cliff diving thing. Cause you know, we, we like to do our little adventures and jump yeah, off is. these cliffs into the, into the rivers and all this different stuff. Um, but uh, we were talking about that. We we're like, man, imagine these cliff divers at like Red Bull holds uh, hosts this like cliff diving thing in these yeah. other countries. And I was sitting there thinking about it. And I was like, dude, these guys are awesome. But how many belly flops did these guys have right. to do before oh, they actually yep. landed the way they're supposed to land? That's got to be brutal. To- these guys are jumping from like 50, 60 feet in the air. <laughs> That's a painful growth mindset. <laughs> oh, my right. God. You so get it right real quick. Better, please. Open it. So Cam, were you doing any competition with the skiing? At I all never or? did, and I don't really know why. I think it was more from a 
timing perspective and location perspective, not to make excuses, but I was young enough to where I couldn't get to things on my own, right. but my dad's responsibility, my dad owns a small business. And as much as I respect what he's done in that arena, it did take a lot of his time, right. you know? So there were just certain things I couldn't go do. You know, I went with him every weekend. Uh, we were on the boat, like we, like when the sun came up, we were on the water. Right. But as far as getting involved with taking that to the next level, it's something I always dreamed about and just never really did. I wish I had because I started at such a young age. I, I, I'd have been a badass, and I'm not even trying to sound arrogant. I just I had enough time in to where I was an expert at it at a young age because I'd just done it over and over and over and over and over. And, and you know, it, it you take some pretty gnarly hits you know, when you do that stuff, and then but I just wanted to go again. Yeah. Always, always, always. And when you talk about business, I'm going to bring that up again, too. It's, I think it's how you react to that. Like some people, fixed mindset, when you fall, it's like, that hurt. I want back in the boat. Growth mindset is that hurt. I don't want to fall next time. Let's go again. Yeah. Right. You know? Well, I was going to say because I did motorsports. Oh, so yeah. That's that, a much harder fall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dirt bikes out and go yeah. all that kind of stuff. So that's like I can talk about that on, on another yeah. p- piece. But yeah. Hey, JP. Well, you JP, man. Just JP, did you play any you sports? Done? You played like like uh, like cricket, not a cricket, but what's that? What's cricket. the one with the uh, croquet? Uh, no, like the the shuttlecock. What's it called? Shuttlecock. You played shuttlecock. Isn't that called lacrosse? Oh, so, so you guys what? built me up on so, <laughs> No, it's on lacrosse. It's oh, like the, the little uh, the little thing at the on the, the ice. No, it's no, like no, little, no, no. Little, badminton. Small badminton. You played badminton like oh, professionally or something, right? Yeah, I was actually pretty badass. No, so you guys have you guys have built me up so much. I'm really excited to talk about my foosball career that I had. Uh, no, but ping pong and all that other stuff too. I, I mean, I, I played just about every sport you can imagine when it came to a backyard sense. Uh, from an organized perspective, I did a lot of um, you know mixed martial arts from a lot of different perspectives, like uh, kickboxing, um, you know, karate, different things like that. Um, you know, played baseball. Obviously, I think every kid plays baseball. Yeah. Um, that was not my sport. Um, not because I, I couldn't. Do, I just I, there, there wasn't. I don't know. I, I've always been big into uh, aggressive style sports, like contact sports. Anything that that creates you know a lot of hardcore. Huh? A lot of contact. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's it, not not just that, but just stuff that that requires. I've always thought of baseball as like a, and I give those guys credit because that's a mental game, uh, oh, like golf. Yeah, it's it's a mental game like golf. But I was always kind of a little bit more aggressive in my approach to what I thought was fun. <laughs> um, you know, obviously football. Um, I played football, loved football. Uh, but by far, my favorite sport was wrestling. Um, that was, and if you talk to anybody that wrestled, um, they'll tell you that that is the most challenging sport. Uh, it's it's unreal like you you don't you, you you wrestle a couple periods and you're like dude you're only out there for a couple periods but when you're going muscle to muscle with another guy and, and it's it's just all out a minute is a long time, long time. Mm-hmm. um and you know getting in your head and, and things of that nature and stuff so um i think this is a really good segue into the the mindset conversation because from a a, a sports perspective there, there's there's uh there's definitely talent and there's work. Yep. There, there's 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 two different aspects, and and you're looking at me like you're going to bring that topic up. So I don't want to I don't want to go perfect. too yeah. I don't want to go, go too ahead. deep deep into that. But it's 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 true. And I'll tell you one of one of my biggest detriments was the fact that I, I was I was very talented. Um, you know, I I won first place in in my kickboxing uh, competitions I did when I lived in Colorado. Um, strongest kick, strongest punch. Uh, 
good technique, stuff like that. You know, set the pull up record. Um, yeah, we my, heard about that earlier at, at my school. You know, all, <laughs> just just different different things I'm like kidding, that. I love you. I, I was no, I was I was just athletic. I was just naturally athletic. It's just me being jealous. And it's uh, no, <laughs> it's and, and it's it's not even a braggadocious thing to be honest with you. And and I'll get into it a little bit more as we continue to talk. It it, it actually ended up being somewhat detrimental to my career moving forward, mm-hmm. which happens to a lot of people. And and just to be totally transparent, I, I'll, I'll get into it as we as we talk. But you know that's that. It very much so aligns with the fixed and growth mindset. It, it will, man, because everything – and the issue with that and, and really what hurts athletes going into a, a, the next level, I'll say college and the next level being professional, um, is because everyone focuses on talent. And that's why you got these cocky douchebags coming up into college that don't want to listen to the coach or make it out of college somehow and, and get into a professional level that are complete – I don't even know what to say. Like show off. They they just get up there. They have this huge ego because everything they've been told is talent, talent, talent. I mean, how many times have we seen that where there's a super talented athlete that gets drafted in a high round of whatever sport it is? And I'll use football because season's starting. And then they just suck. I mean, they're just a total bust. You know, they've got every gift on earth, but they have zero mental toughness. They have zero work ethic. They have none of that stuff. And then you could look at, and I know Josh is going to get on this, but you look at like the Patriots, just as an example. Yep. They've taken a lot of less talented, quote unquote, players that that fit in their system, that have the right mentality, mm-hmm. you know, and they fit the culture. And this is some things I've been learning over the last year or so in business more so than anything is is identifying people that fit the culture, identifying people that have the right mindset and the right work ethic, as opposed to the person that just looks good and sounds good on the front end. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather you look bad and sound bad and have your crap together on the inside and, and learn how to think because you can, you can grow with that. Well, if you think Bill Belichick picks his teams based off of talent, you're uh, no way, mind. no way. Yeah. This yeah. Dude, I mean, just look dude, at his roster. I mean, like look yeah. where they came from, look right. where they got drafted, traded, whatever. Right. But I, I think, I think one of the biggest, one of the biggest examples of what you're talking about from a talent perspective is guys that burn out in college. Yeah. That, how many five-star talents come into college school, which whatever five-star or three-star, you know, people can look at that and say, Oh, well that's, that's crap rating anyways. But the fact of the matter is the five stars went to camps. They were looked at heavily. They did their spark challenges, crazy talented, but they've never been punched in the face. Mm-hmm. Yep. They've played with a bunch of kids in a small pool and they have dominated. Yep. But then when it went to the next level, they realized that there's a, they're in a bigger pool now and all the other kids dominated as well. And now they don't know how to handle mm-hmm. it. small fish now, baby. Yep. So the, the biggest, the biggest issue is, and there's a, there's a cat in, uh, in a town very near to us. I'm going to keep it as, as um, far away as possible, but it's, it's very near to where we live and operate. Um, and he has a, the exact same mindset. He's very, very talented, but mama pampers that ass when he gets home. I mean, I was talking to it was a customer I talked to today, and he was telling me about it. I said, yeah, how's the football team this year? We got to talk about football. He said, man, actually, you know, they're, they're all right. You know, the coach, da, da, da. So why are you coaching them? He's former Marine. used to play, I mean, bad dude as far as football goes. And um, didn't get uh, – didn't make it to NCAA because some different things. So he, she was like, I'll show you, man. I was going to be a Marine. And it was a bad dude, man. And this gets it was bad. So anyway, he was up there and we talked mindset for a while. And he started telling me about this kid. He's like, dude, this guy's mom wakes up at two in the morning because of pork chops if he wants. He goes, this kid's packing on the right kind of weight and he's a running back 
And he goes, he's getting caught every time. He goes, every time he gets tackled, I look at her and go, you just tackled your son. Oh, mm, dang. And I'm wow. like, whoa. I said, why aren't you the coach again? <laughs> he said, man, politics, you know. But mm. past that, that that's what? the issue is that natural, the, the fixed mindset in sports, and I'm just going to read an excerpt from the book itself because it's, it's, it's powerful. Natural, cha- uh, natural talent should not need effort. Effort is for the others, the less endowed. Natural talent does not ask for help. It's an admission of weakness. In short, the natural does not analyze his deficiencies and coach or practice them away. Can I can I just say something while we're on this portion of this? Yeah, yeah. Because I think as I'm listening to us talk, I'm thinking, you know, some people might be, they've heard the first few episodes of, of the movement and they're like, okay, this is good stuff, but how does this apply to me being a better man? Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully you're, you're hearing that, but it, it's, it's this, it's the mentality behind it. And we're talking about sports right now. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about those things, but the truth is, you know, the same kid that got his ass pampered by mom is also not a filling the male masculine role in society that he should even off the football field. Right. Right. It's having the same detrimental effect. And so it's not just, you know, how do you have this growth mentality while you're out there running drills? It's how do you have it while you're contributing to society as the person you should be as a man? Right. So, yeah, I'm glad you prefaced that so people don't get off the topic there, but it's, and that's why we'll cover different areas. It's not just sports. Sports is obviously one of the big ones that mindset comes to mind, but it's not the main topic here. Uh, the main topic is mindset in itself in every area of life, which is definitely why I want to focus on relationships next. And that's what we'll focus on next is marriage and, and, and dating, whatever you want to call it. So we cover all the aspects, but, um, but sports being, and not everyone listening is probably an athlete. That's okay. You know, but that's why we'll cover the other, the other deals too. But as far as, as far as sports goes, man, it's Mia Hamm, you know, greatest female soccer player of all time. She's been quoted in saying all my life have been playing up meaning I've challenged myself with players older, bigger, more skillful, more experienced, in short, better than me. So I think that's incredibly important. And it's not a bad segue going from, I mean, we can we can touch on sports some more all the time. But I, I don't want to spend too much time on that because there, there are some more important aspects I want to get to. But that alone can, it translates. I mean, really, the, the success principles translate all the way across the board anyway. And that's Absolutely. a huge one. Yep. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Mm-hmm. Not even as just an athlete, just to close out on the athlete stuff, unless you guys have some more to say. I got on one that. quick yeah. quote just because what you just said from yeah. her. But I saw something, I think it was from Ray Allen. If you guys don't know who that is, he he's, was in the NBA for a number of years, won championships for like three different teams, one of the best three-point shooters in the history of the league. Incredible, like at his craft, incredible. And there was a little thing on ESPN or somewhere, and he's got two or three boys that were playing ball, and he was watching them play, and they were getting their butt kicked or, or they whatever just happened. And he said, I love to see them lose. He said, that makes me happier than anything is to watch my kids lose. Yeah. He's like, because it'll make them better. Yep. Mm-hmm. And some people are hearing this right now going, you love to see your kids lose. And they've never thought like that before. Right. Like, heck yeah. Like, I love to see my kids get knocked down. Yep. And then I love even more to see how they get back up, mm-hmm. you know, you or think have about, the opportunity to help them get up. You think about how hard that was, though, because like she wasn't she wasn't getting dominated because the the players around her in, in her age group or her pool were were just as good as she was or she wasn't that talented she was really talented and she could have dominated the the group that she was eligible to play in she played with guys yeah but it was a decision right to play up right yeah which which is a whole nother level yep i mean it's 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 one thing to have a growth mindset and and you know try to get better and stuff but she had the choice to dominate where she was and it could have very easily done that and and decided to step up like that's those are those are big boy decisions as a child 
that's a big boy decision as an adult and, yeah. and it's long-term yeah. versus short-term, you know, it's like, do I want to win now or do I want to win in life long-term? Right. You know, do I want to get my butt kicked as a kid for probably a decade as I'm coming up and then I'm just going to be the best that ever played the game? Or am I more concerned about if I won the trophy in sixth grade? I just think we take things for granted. Sometimes you look at some of these people, like we talked about legends in the last episode and stuff, and we take things for granted. But sometimes if you put yourself in their shoes and what they did mm-hmm. to get to where they're at, and you actually, I mean, you, you talk about, I, people respect people because of how good they are at what they do and their talents and stuff like that. But if you actually did some research on some of these people that you respect and you see how hard they worked, your your respect will go to a whole nother level. Yeah, and don't ever tell somebody that they're lucky that they got to where yeah. they're at. You should deserve a smack in the face if you tell me that you're lucky that we're lucky to be where we're at. In I life. love that. I actually I love that. Be, I, that. And I hear it at work oh, often. All the time. You know, well, you're you're just doing that because of where you are. You mm-hmm. know, you're mm-hmm. you're the only reason you're doing that is because of the location you work in. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, put me in your put me right. in your area, bro, yeah. and I'll crush you there too, bro. And that, and that is growth mindset. Yeah. So that's a growth mindset. Well, that's fixed mindset and, I, and my input on this particular deal, even talking about sports, is you have families that are raising their kids with this, you know, mentality that you participate, you get a trophy, Everybody you get a, a ribbon, trophy. you get all this stuff. And yeah. that's not what success, that's not going to breathe success. Now, is there a right time to give a, uh, a kid, you know, acknowledgement for participating in the sport? Like what you were talking about, you, you, uh, you give them, or JP, what, what you're talking about, you give them um, congratulations to their a- effort of going into it. If you lost, that's fine. But if you're putting in the effort, then we're good to go. You know what I mean? And it's all about the effort base. And I think that this fixed mentality is on the parents. The parents are, and we we're going to talk about relationships. Sure. I think that you as a parent, you need to expect that your kids are going to fail and be okay with it because what that failure is going to grow them and you don't need to cover them up or, or, or put a bubble around them to where they don't experience those failures. You should let them like, just like how I, you know, train my, my son. If he, if I tell him not to do something and he's not going to listen to me and I know it's possibly going to give him some harm, I'm going to let him do it. Mm-hmm. And he's going to learn from that. Now I tried to do what I had to do, but I, I'm only going to give you one warning. If you're not, if you're going to be not listening to me, that's on you, kid. Right. But, and, and I'm not going to be putting him in a situation where he just jumps off in the river without <laughs> just gonna a, like a jacket or something. You know, that's <laughs> Ashley's, stupid. Ashley's listening to this. <laughs> I hope you know that. She's going to listen but, to this. But Sorry, like, leave if the parachute say, in the plane. Hot, I don't care. You know, hey, the, the cup is hot or the food's hot. Don't grab and eat it right now. And he goes and grabs and eat it. He's going to listen to me next time. Right. Hey, it's hot. So and now he knows. Failure is the best way. Failure is the best Huge. way to learn, right? It is, the failure is becoming. That's just that's just what it is. Failure is becoming, and 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 I didn't really talk about my background. I played I played some hockey, played some pickup stuff with that. I played volleyball primarily. Um, you know, my coach was Hawaiian, Coach Kaliakamoa. If you're listening, maybe possibly, yo, what up? I love you still. Uh, but but they're they're the ones, and it, they were a married couple, and then then they're um, and of course one of their uh, friends coached me at another high school, which was awesome. They ran a club team and stuff, and they taught me. Um, I may not always lose or may not always win, but I never lose. I learn. Right. Right. And that was because at first we didn't have the best team. So, you know, to, to curb that man, you know, to curb that, that, that fixed mindset of man, we suck. We're probably gonna lose this game, you know, Hmm. because we, we had so many losses, but we'd go on a tournament and just be four Oh and out like time to go home early weekend. Um, but we didn't stay there because of that mindset. They instilled it all the time. Boom, boom, boom. And then we grew out of it and then we started winning. 
you know, and then the next year we came in and we were so much better because we were like, dude, we got this dude. We just pick up where we left off, you know? So we may not, I may not always win, but I never lose. I learn. Failure is becoming, you know, all these things where it's okay to, to screw up, but the issue there, and, and, and I want to touch on sports and, and, um, relationships because that is foundational for, um, for growing up, mm-hmm. you know, from, from children, like we all have children, we all have boys, I've got a daughter foundationally that's what they know sports relationships because we get them into sports what do they learn hopefully they got a good coach that tells them it's okay dude it's okay try doing it this way next time it's okay man so we didn't lose it's okay we learned right this is what we're gonna do next time so how we're gonna accomplish this goal and relationship wise it's the same it's very very similar you know mm-hmm. but you you like you said they don't they don't listen and a lot of kids it's, that's just part of it dude right. they, they have such we're born with such a hunger to learn and that goes away because we're constantly told no, which just depends on the kind of person you are. Some kids are born with an insatiable growth mindset and they, you know, we, the society calls them, um, geniuses, right. Or man, this, this ta- super talented kid, you know, you see, we can let him skip grades because he wants to do this. Some kids come out, dude, and they don't stop learning. You got people that are talking full sentences at six months, you know, kids that are talking and, and doing advanced algebra by the time they're two, three. Because they won't put the book down. It's an insatiable growth mindset. But But, we lose that, right? Well, that can can be killed by people around them by saying, you're a genius. You're a genius. Right, right, right. You're a genius. You're a genius. Putting labels on them. Same as the the athlete. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good. And that goes back to what you said about your coach. Like, I think that was really cool that you said that because a, a coach, like, I love my, I love my mom. Uh, you know, I, my mom was a, a big part of my life. Uh, she, I, I knew, I, I'm pretty sure I knew her since the day I was born. Um, but what's, what's, <laughs> but what's cool about that is like, I had some coaches that were very influential. I had some coaches that were meh, right, but I had some that were, that were really influential. And, and for one, uh, my, my wrestling coach, um, that I had, um, he couldn't be the head coach for whatever reason, but he was a, he was a three, a three time state champ. Um, the one year in high school, he wasn't a state champ. It was cause he broke his leg and he couldn't do it. What's the problem? He was a bad mother f- dude. He, he, he was bad. Um, but what was cool was, um, he was, he was really good. He was still young when he was coaching and stuff. And, um, he, he noticed that I had talent, but he noticed that I was up here. I had a problem. I'm pointing to my head. Sorry. I forgot that we're, we're talking in an audio, but he knew that I was in my head. I was talented, but I was in my head, but you knew it. So you know what he did? He kicked my ass every single day. I'd come up there and instead of wrestling a weight class up to practice or, or whatever, he would walk out on the mat every single time. It was my turn. He would walk out on the mat with me and he was so much better than I was, <laughs> but he knew that's what I needed. Mm-hmm. Because everybody told me I was talented, I was strong, you know, I was a natural wrestler, I had good balance, you know, and stuff like that, and he would kick my ass. But you know what it did? At my first year ever wrestling, I went 12-2 and two throughout the season. I was seated number eight in the state. At my first year ever wrestling. Never, but you never, wouldn't have done that without him because no, halfway not. through you would have started thinking your stuff doesn't stink. And, yeah, and, then I, and somebody else would have kicked my ass. Mm-hmm. You'd have been yeah. so much in your head that you would get in your own way yeah yeah but i, I just i wanted to put sport. that in there because yep. no, that yeah. just goes to show that so and, and he dude I'm, i guarantee you he didn't read a psychology book i promise you <laughs> right but it was just a matter of he understood what what it meant to get your ass kicked you're gonna get better every time you you're gonna fail but if you're gonna fail fail in practice yeah you know bleed bleed more in practice 
or uh, uh, sweat more, practice, bleed less at war. Yeah. You know, kind of statement like that's. Yeah. I love that kind of shit, and that's what drives me to. You're good. Oh no, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're, you're good. Saying, I have a so good like rude. for everybody who's listening. Um, how I imagine this as a, a personal story of mine. I had, I had a good friend of mine, kind of relating to fixed mindset, growth mindset, and the difference what most people experience. Well, I we used to. If you, all of us guys have all probably fought at one point in their life, especially with our me- mentality and our our upbringing and things of that sort. But if not. Uh, and you're listening to this and you have never, um, you're, you have an innate fear right off the bat because you've never been in a fight because you never don't know what a, a punch feels like or how to get your ass kicked. Um, and me and one of my best friends from Chattanooga, his name is Jason, we went to school together and we would have to, you, that our school, you just had to fight. There's a, there's a several situations that you just, you get picked on, bullied, whatever, just, it was there. And I remember talking to him a couple of times about how he got his butt kicked so bad because he went, I literally, he had a friend of ours that was running in some trouble and there was three guys that he went over there and just confronted him. And I asked him after, I was like, dude, like, let me know before you go over there. So I chased over just to make sure, you know, I had my boys back. But the, at the same time though, it's like I had that innate fear in my mind of going, crap dude this might like we might not get this might not go well you know what i mean so i asked him afterwards i was like dude what gave you the courage just to go over there and just do what you did it's, it's kind of crazy and he goes well i've got my ass kicked before so i already know how that feels so it don't matter uh, but it, this action needed to be done because it's the right thing to do to take up for your boy so the fixed mindset would be that fear that you've never failed or you you don't move forward in, in life uh, and go after something uh, that will hold you back for the rest of your life because you're letting that fear of failure to hold you back. Where the growth mindset is like I've already experienced it, man. And if you've experienced it, yeah, you know how everybody gets that little butterfly feelings in your gut and yeah. stuff going. Oh man, I, did I anybody picture feels, a you know? golden retriever running up with his tail wagging, attacking another dog? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I could turn into a pit bull real quick. You know what I mean? So, and it's all a fixed mindset or whatnot. And I have gotten a fight that I, that I didn't necessarily would call I, I won, but I, I felt a bunch of punches and, and it wasn't, and it well wasn't said. fun. I felt but, a bunch of punches. Yeah, I felt it. But after that Chris, point, Chris wasn't fighting one guy and he's like, y'all get off me. Y'all get off me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if I need to clarify the story. But anyway, it was, it was a learning curve and all yeah. of those failures in life. And, and yeah, you are right. You know, when you, when you fail, you learn the most and it's not only just the lesson that that failure is going to bring, but it also gives you a little bit more deeper inside of what you're made of. And that mm-hmm. failure is going to bring the best out of you. And especially if you have somebody that's in your sphere of influence that can help coach you through it, because that's what the coaches are supposed to do is when you do fail, critiquing you to get better, but and also at the same time to be that moral support to go, Hey, it's all right. I had the same experience, man. And this is how I got through it. Mm-hmm. So the reason I, I fully, I, firmly believe the reason that the fixed mindset is so prevalent nowadays is because school is so prevalent nowadays. And what does school teach you? To be an employee. Not only to be an employee, yep, but failure is death, right? Failure is bad. Mm -hmm. You can't move to the next level if you fail. Where sports, business, that's part of it, man. You learn what not to do. 
right? Mm-hmm. You learn what to do to grow and get to the next step. That honestly, I think that's why that I think that's why the fixed mindset is so prevalent. You got to go to school. You got to you know mm-hmm. go to school more, and then get you get the job. Whatever. Well, what do you do since day one going into school? You're tested, pass test. Yeah, so pass hey, test. if, yeah, if you pass this test, test, yeah, you get to be with the gifted people. Problem is, if you don't pass real, this test, you're not as smart. You're not passing real life tests though. No, you're, you're just, labeled. You're you're just passing school tests, but you're not passing real life tests. Getting your ass kicked on the schoolyard is passing a test. Right. You know, making an A on a spelling. Quills is not. I've I've always I've always said that man. I've learned some of the best lessons that I've ever learned on 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 the playground during recess. Oh, absolutely. Some of the best lessons, and so, uh, some of it was. And I'm not going to say that I I could have potentially got my ass kicked. I have had my ass kicked <laughs> yes, I have. several times. Um, actually, when I was younger, I had my ass kicked several times. Which but, is why he looks like the Hulk now. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, you, yeah. You start you start doing something about it after a while. Yeah. So this, one thing I want to bring up when when we were. Really, Shepherds of Men was still in inception, really just before Inception, really moments before. Um, you both asked me, we kind of went around the table, really, but you both asked me, what are you afraid of, Oh, And I was like, dude, not to be whatever, but nothing. No, 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 no. You said not a motherfucking thing. Yeah. That is exactly <laughs> what you said. Let's make sure we clarify. Yeah, that's what, that's what me, and, me and Wilson locked eyes and we were like, yeah, mm-hmm. this motherfucker right here. <laughs> no, I, and, and then by change, I was like, okay, maybe the heights like without restraints right like the picture of you and in, in uh, maverick i was like <sighs> like the rock you know i'm like the wind can blow them off there you know <laughs> they're gonna die jp said the wind can't blow me anywhere <laughs> yeah. right no but but and really that's that's really my only fear like i don't know how i was a telephone man for the longest time I was climbing poles but but that was i overcame that so that was good but i had to if i wanted to keep getting paid um but the that's thing was topic that, right there but that's my biggest thing dude and that's mainly because coaches growing up but I'm not afraid of of trying something new, of doing something different, because dude, what, what's gonna happen? Fuck, like, am I, I gonna die? Like I told you guys then, but did you die though? Like it's right, my favorite right. thing. Like sure, dude, you want to drive the sports car? But sure, dude. Uh, I, I don't know. I've never driven stick, but I'll fuck it up. You know, <laughs> what you hope you don't need I'll a grind well, until I find them. But that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I'll mess it up, dude. Can, is it, can I flip it? Probably not. Okay, cool. Do it. And I'm like, I didn't die, so I didn't do it right, but I didn't die. Well, you're talking mindset, and it's like, I don't know if, I think most people would say they are afraid of a number of things, but is it, do you let the fear control what you're going to do, or you just do it anyways? Yeah. So it's not the, that's that whole saying about, you know, courage is not the absence of fear, it's just doing it anyways, right. you know? So there's been a million times in my life where I've been terrified about what I was about to do or what I was doing, but I just did it because it needed to be done, yeah. you know? And that could go in any of these categories, you know, sports probably the least of them. And don't and don't get it mixed up. It's it's not a past tense thing. There's still things oh, for that sure. I fear yeah. for sure right. I, I, yeah. today. And and the, the the reason and that goes hand in hand with what we've talked about in previous podcasts. Like if you're comfortable, mm-hmm. then then you're you're not you're not moving forward. You're you're not you're not seeing a growth mindset there. You know, so you got to attack things like that. But all right. So for the, really the rest of the show, I definitely want to touch on relationships and business. I know sports is a huge thing for us, so we we spend a little more time on that. But I definitely want to want to focus on. Uh, the mindsets in relationships and how they affect households, which I think is really what we're in, in mm-hmm. doing this podcast and this movement for is to really affect households in general. I think the coaching and the sports thing is good just to conclude that and finish that off. It's okay if your kid messes up. It's okay if your kid strikes out. It's okay if your kid misses the winning basket, dude. Dude, I mean, how many shots does Michael Jordan miss? You know, they don't ever focus on how many shots he missed or how long he practiced until he did it. 
you know, just so nobody gets butt hurt too. It's also okay if they like miss a key at the recital. Yeah. Like seriously, like there's, there's other things other than sports that the same thing applies, whatever they're into. Right. In sports, your kid misses that winning headshot on gears or whatever, you know, don't ground them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's okay. Don't ground your kid for not shooting somebody in the face. (laughs) And I think some of that stems from the parents comparing their kid to other kids. It is. It definitely is. And everyone wants the best. If they get out of that, Mindset, I think that's going to be a lot. They fix a lot of things because your kid is special in his own right. Right, And bring out the best of your kid and have the mindset to think of, okay, how can I get him to become better? You are the parent. You are in control. It's not the teacher's responsibility. It's not some babysitter's responsibility. It's not a nanny's responsibility. It's not your freaking grandmother or your mom. Right. It's yours. It's It's all application and repetition. That's how your kid's going to be the best, you know? And if you don't work with your kid, then he's, he's not going to be the best. Sorry, he's just not. You know, work with your kid, application, repetition. Moving on, because I definitely want to be able to spend enough time on the other subjects too. Relationships, okay? We're all four in relationships. Oh, yeah. So marriage, and, and, and I, I touched on this a little bit. I think a huge reason why divorce rates are so high nowadays is the prevalence of a fixed mindset. Mm. It's never going to get better. Oh I can't gosh. do anything to make my yeah. marriage better. Mm-hmm. You know, the grass is greener over here. Again, fixed mindset, everything's set in stone. I've already failed. I can't make this up, you know, or whatever, you know, or, or he cheated, right? Or she cheated, you know, things aren't ever, you know, it, it's the end. Dude, that's not the end, bro. Like, yeah, you suck. She sucks. He sucks, whatever. But it's not the end. You can still work that out. There's still, you just got to, you have to have a growth mindset in a relationship. You have to be able to forgive. You have to be able to let go, forgive, forget, build on top of what you have, if the foundation is shaky, fix it. It doesn't have to be forever. Right. Focus on the areas that you need work in relationship. But everyone, everyone gets lost and everyone wants to work so damn hard in their job, but they want to come home and they want to sleep on their marriage. Absolutely. Dude, you can't go bust your ass in your job and expect to, to not come home and bust ass in your marriage and it lasts forever. Yep. Everyone wants these Instagram relationships. Everyone, oh man, look at they're so good. I want a baby. Look how cute they are. Like, no, bro, you need to have a kid when you're ready to have a kid. Not just because right. you know me and my wife look great with kids. I want to shop for baby clothes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I just want to. Have you ever, so you ever had a point, small child piss on you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or you worse, missed, you, 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 didn't, you didn't put that on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. did you? You didn't put when you had that tootsie roll inside of your mouth. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that movie is true. that where he throw like the? He's like, oh, and he throws up in his mouth. Oh, oh yeah, it's in my mouth. Hey, dude. And they're on the movies because it, it does happen. Oh, for sure. So, That's dude, and if you're coming into a relationship going, hey, because uh, I've, I've had this, the fixed mentality of they go, okay, our, our relationship's rocky, so we're going to have a kid. Let's have a kid. going to gel it together and make it work. And you're no, out mind, you're out of your mind. Dude. A kid is going to make you separate faster than not having yeah. kids, to be honest with you. If you're going into a relationship and it's that rocky, first off, my personal, this is how I look at things. I look in the mirror. And say, what am I doing wrong that's causing this relationship to go sour? Because most cases, not the other person. And it can be. But if you're always pointing the blame, fixed mindset, you are the problem. So you need to be coming into that relationship. Just like I said in a couple podcasts before, it's 100% zero. Yeah. You should go in 100% all in, not this half-assed shit, all in, and then make a commitment and go through. And you committed, if you've married, if you're married and you're listening to this, married dude, it's your responsibility Mm -hmm. to see her through. And you should be treating her as a queen. You should be respecting her. You should be having a growth mindset of sense of, 
everything's changing and not having a fixed mindset and go, Oh, she's changing. I'm not liking it. No, have a growth mindset and go, Oh, I'm enjoying this change. I'm, I'm enjoying this experience of seeing new things. You're so fixated on, on fixed mindset because you don't like change. Change is good. Yeah. yeah well, you're, you're a better man than I am. Uh, and, I, I'm just going to tell you, and that sounds great. And I wish I did that more. Uh, cause for me personally, I think the, the fixed mindset part of it is I'm, I'm a very a type personality. Um, which I can be very independent at times, which is not necessarily great in a relationship. I'd have never guessed you were an A-type. That blew me away. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, but, but <laughs> one of the things. Capital A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From a, from a, from an A-type personality kind of thing. Um, it, it is a challenge for me to, you know, look at my wife and my wife is, is awesome. I know we joke around and stuff like that. My wife is awesome, but my wife is also an A-type personality. Um, so, so there's a challenge when it comes to that because ultimately we, we both have that. We still have a, a fixed mindset that I'm working on fixing um, that I have not yet accomplished in that realm that I look at and go, you know, hey, it's, you know, I, I get mad. Like if something doesn't go my way, uh, you know, and not like fighting mad, but just frustrated. And if you're getting frustrated, then then that's a good telltale time, that, telltale sign that you have a fixed mindset. If you get frustrated very easily, then then you can almost guarantee that you're in a you're in a fixed mindset mm-hmm. because when you get into a growth mindset, things don't frustrate you like that. You look at it like what you said, Wilson. It's you know I, I look in the mirror and I go, okay, what could I have done better? Or or when and and I'll give you an example. And this is something that I actually read in the book that I thought was really you know crazy because my wife uh, with her with her job that that she has full time, she's. Um, she deals with a lot of mundane stuff and everything. And sometimes she comes home and, and things aggravate her about what happens at work. And, and she goes on and on and on and on about stuff that, to be honest with you, I, one, I don't know about two, I don't care. Um, and, and just to be completely transparent and it's about the minor details and stuff like that. But eventually, you know, here I am sitting here kind of ignoring her, the selective hearing, you know, comes into play and stuff, which creates issues. Whereas in a growth mindset, I should be looking at her going, Hey, listen, just to be 100% transparent and honest with you, I don't care about the orders you put in. Why, why did this person frustrate you? Like what, what about what they did frustrated you to be engaged in the conversation, but still be transparent. But instead I'm in my own head going, oh, I don't want to listen to this right now, you know, and then check out. Yeah. See, we're all guilty. Yeah, I, well, I, know I might that. say what I, I say, but I know that. I'm that's, still as guilty as you are, dude. Well, I mean, the thought process not, I'm not doesn't change that. whether you're, I mean, none of us are perfect at it, no, but we still understand not. the concept and, and the, the goal, you know, it's that whole, you're never going to be perfect, but you're striving for excellence every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, we're all like that. And, you know, O would admit that and his wife's in the room right now. No, actually, know, I mean, I'm, like, I'm the best listener. I mean, <laughs> you guys could probably hand her a mic and she'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. She, Babe, why is she flipping Babe, you off? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely all guilty for sure. And, and, I mean, another thing is too, and we're all talking about growth and, and, and growing and like, no one at this table is perfect. And, and mm-hmm. we're not, this is not some high horse we're coming down on. It's just, we want to shed some light on some things and make you guys think, how could I be better in my relationship? Am I viewing this relationship from a fixed mindset or growth mindset? Fixed mindset, do I do I expect them to put me on a pedestal and praise me for things all the time? Worship me as some kind of idol? That's a fixed mindset in a relationship. It really yes. is. And there's some people... Josh is like, wait, what? Yes. Are the, is that a real relationship? <laughs> Can wait, we do that? <laughs> wait, that's fixed? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> but a growth mindset is is more, you know, it, it, it really, you know, is there... 
I'll just go from a rejection standpoint. So we'll talk about breakups or, or divorce. We'll just go that route for a second. Yeah, let's go. So rejection, you know, can you let that go? You know, mm-hmm. or even if a, 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 a someone messed up, can you are you are you harboring that bitterness, or are you allowing them to grow as a person to realize that they made a mistake and it's time to move on and and, and supporting them in the growth? They they realize they messed up and they want to keep going and they want to keep growing. Are you supporting that and viewing that in the growth mindset, or are you harboring the bitterness and, and just allowing that to shut everything down mm-hmm. and, and constantly har- you know blaming them on that? And I think that that's dude that's so big nowadays. With dude, social media, everything now, it's it's harder to be faithful. And mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to make that sound. I don't, I don't mean for that to come off as a weak statement, but that's what it, for 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 not not for our generation. We we didn't come from that. I'm gonna but challenge that newer, a little bit though. I, I'm, I'm down for that. let me let me finish first. Yeah. So with I'm talking about newer generation. I'm talking about younger cats. I'm not talking about our generation, older cats that are already married. I'm talking about younger cats. The the thought of of faithfulness and and the time of having one partner through high school is is becoming more and more rare because of of the tenders because of the snapchats and the in the dms and everything how the access to data it challenge it's it if you're raised correctly it's not challenging it's not hard but if you're not and you don't have that example you think it's normal exactly you think mm-hmm. it's normal well and that's the challenge is because well number one is i don't think it's easier to to have that mentality now than it used to be. I just think it's different. And, I, and there's another book I'm reading right now, which is fantastic. There's a lot of the stuff we're talking about. It's made me think of stuff he's saying in that book. Um, but it's not like our parents' generation or our generation or the generation behind us is going to be uh, because of because of social media, because of this, or because of that, it's easier for them to get distracted or it's easier for them to make poor decisions or whatever. No, it's not. They just have different things that still do it. Ultimately, what it comes down to, I think the biggest difference, which is why we're all here, is that each generation is getting further and further away from a good example. Mm. You know, the only yeah, example like they have is the bad example, you know, which we've talked about over and over and over again. Right. Whereas if, they, if not if, but when our kids, when our, and we'll just speak about the boys, when our boys see us loving our wife, and that doesn't mean like always being lovey-dovey, it means loving our wife, meaning doing the hard stuff, doing the things that, you know, aren't convenient and, 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 and also being lovey-dovey and kissing on our wife and, and praising her and doing those kinds of things. When they see that, then they see what their, you know, the real marriage should look like as opposed to the Instagram relationship. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and just to speak, just cause I'm, I'm the only one that's got a daughter in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, praise Jesus. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Look, it, but you're talking about, you know, showing and, and putting that example. That's even more important for guys with daughters. Uh-huh. 100%. Even yeah. more important. And not. And I'm going to say that it is because your daughter watches you fellas mm-hmm. and she sees how you treat your wife. And that's the kind of guy that she's, she's going to look for when it's dating time. And then when she brings him home. Yeah. You can't even be mad about it, bro. You can't be mad at it. You're going to be mad about it because it's a boy in general. Yeah. But when she brings home that douchebag. That's on you. Right. Yep. You know? Seeing a There's smaller so version of yourself standing yep. on your front porch. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. Good Lord, I'm glad oh, I sharpened you up. Him away. Oh. You you the same dude. Yep. Yeah. Ouch. So, mm, it's, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's going to be a, a, a good, huge, big old slice of humble pie with a side of ice cream right there for you, bro. Well, so, I'll tell you, what, what, what's a big old slice of humble pie that goes into this relationship thing is, is truly being humble and being able to um, submit to your partner. Mm. To, to me... And, and I don't know about you guys, but to me, that is the most difficult thing that I can, that, that I've ever done. And I think it's from the inside, it's really, really hard for me. Um, from the outside, what we're talking about with kids, 
that is that is an absolute blessing to be able to see your parents do that. Because mm-hmm. there's times when I 100% know that I'm right, and it is nearly impossible for me to walk in there and be like, you know what, honey, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for us to be arguing about that. And that's the point. If we as men and those who are listening to this that are men can just humble themselves to just say sorry, even if you are wrong or right. Just say I'm wrong. Even just, if you're it's not, okay. who cares, Dan? Dude, yeah, dude. I'm the what first. I'm literally the first person to say sorry. Uh, and that was, I don't know where I got that. I just, I like to just, let's just, whatever this is, let's just get it into a right level of like how I think about it. In my mindset is how I remembered how I fell in love with this person why I'm with that person, why I committed to that well, person. Well, the fact that you are married yeah, and we are going to be together for the rest of our life. Right. It's a commitment to so me. So let's just go ahead forever. and get past this argument. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, no one's keeping score, bro. Yeah. Like, exactly. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> and you got to pick let and choose your battles. There are some things that you need to stand for if there's We're things right. you believe in that are going to be against what you think, but you have a conversation behind closed doors. Please, for the love of God, don't argue in front of your kids. Like, to the high, you know, high voices and stuff like that, and just getting irate, throwing crap, dude. If you're gonna do that, take it outside. Just get away from your kids, because that hits home for me. And there's more stuff to and, throw outside. And that's yeah. the relationships that I didn't want to have. So whenever I came into our relationship, I wanted to make sure it was good, and it was a growth mindset all the way. Yeah. So um, with, with you saying that, you know, thank God people don't smoke in their houses anymore because those big like ten pound glass ashtrays they used to have. Right. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, on the flip side of that. Don't hide everything from your kids either, because I know a lot of people that are messed up in their relationships today because their parents never fought. Their parents were always like whatever they avoided confrontation, whatever it may have been. And now, you know, 20 years down the road, they're married and they're like, what the is this stuff going on in my marriage? Like this should not be happening. This is not okay to argue because it is okay. Now, to your point. You shouldn't be throwing stuff. You shouldn't be yelling and screaming and, you know, whatever. But I think it is healthy to see parents, your kids to see you and your wife or you and your husband, if if you're a lady listening to this, which you're welcome to listen to it, obviously. But um, if, if they see you get into an issue... And then you're big enough to handle the problem, yes. especially if it gets heated and stuff. And obviously, but you're able to sit down at the table afterwards and go, listen, I- I'm sorry. I-, I know I know that you feel very passionately about that. I-, I didn't see it as a big deal, whatever it may have been. But you don't want to make it look like this Pleasantville house when right. it's actually not... It needs to be uh, real. Yeah, because they're, they're going to have to be able to handle those situations. And then after you resolve it, make out with your wife in front of them so they know everything's good. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, if you get in a little bit of a conversation in front of your kids and it's, you know, high volume, then let them know it's really resolved. Like, go love on each other a little bit. Like, you don't have to be full tongue. So not a butt out hug. No, you got to be full Not a butt out hug. It's got to be full tongue. Full tongue. Full tongue. Commit. So. You got to commit. He's four. Right. I don't know if he's like, what are you doing to my mom? Hey, are you licking mommy's eyebrows? Here, here's a funny story for, for us. We, uh, Ashley and I, we, we get into little spats every now and then. So being, being transparent. So afterwards I'm like, you know, I'll give her a good game or whatever. And, and my son's like, his name's Finn. He What's goes, good game? Why do you, why do you smack in mom's butt? And I said, well, when people love each other, they, they kind of smack each other's butt. So now he's going around smacking people's butt that he loves. <laughs> Not I all love the way. I, I, I've corrected that. I've corrected course, but that's that's pretty that's funny. Awesome. But um, but now going back to fixed mindset and growth mindset. How how do you? What's the difference between that and these scenarios? A fixed mindset is going to be more or less 
not uh, wanting to say sorry. Right. Saying I'm always right. It's my way or no way. Well, that and blaming as well. It's, oh it's yeah. Very, you know, blaming everything on your partner is is very fixed mindset. Yeah. Very, and very. and the other thing too is like if you're pointing the finger, there's three pointing right back at you, bro. Mm-hmm. So if you have that blame somebody else, just take personal responsibility. And I'm telling you, it's the most freeing thing you can do. It sucks for the first few times when you know you did something wrong. But man, when you own up to it, your relationships get tighter. Mm-hmm. You guys get more real and you guys can actually work through some things. Yeah. I w- I'm holding myself back from the comments. I was going to say that the faster you get through it, the faster you get to make out with your wife. But and that's, that's true. Just from, I'm, that's a growth mindset. Hey, makeup me. sex is awesome. Yeah. I'm just, and you I'm can just do that honest. too. Yeah. Did you say the S word? Yes. On this podcast? You shit. Hey, shithead. okay. So healthy relationships <laughs> and in marriage, sex is healthy a normal marriage relationship. If you're a woman, it's an important thing. give it up more to your husband. Whoa. Uh, if you're a there. man, don't take the first no as a no and, and actually, you know, go <laughs> for it. You hey, and, hey, if you want to take that as Five whatever, no's and the fifth fine. no, she means it. All right. <laughs> yes. Five no's. So go a My little bit. My wife's saying deeper. yes. So that's approved. Hey, that's female approved. Hey, <laughs> girls want to be like chased after. They like yeah, to play a little, pursue, you know, yeah. like. Hey, I, I don't. I really don't want to, but they really do. But they, so it means you go a little further. Don't just right. take the first no and be like roll over like a little bitch and go. Now some of y'all don't misunderstand the yeah. message here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the thing is, it's, it's not just ladies. You know, put out more often. It's guys earn it. Yeah, earn it. Yeah, you know yeah. And not if just, you're not getting it enough, then find out what's going on to bro, get you some more. Let me tell you. So I came home from work a couple days in a row. Like I, I got to, got to come home for lunch and I had the dishes done. Right, and she's like, Candy's like, you trying to get laid? Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, I am. You know, and no, I don't know if you saw the dishes. Hey, and, and, and uh, if it's a problem, dishes. I will hell, I vacuumed, I dusted. <laughs> yeah. I did everything. The house is spotless. Yep. So, but now the kids are at the babysitters. Issue, <laughs> what babysitter? Oh shit. <laughs> I'll say this, and, I, and and I'm just blessed to be in a marriage that we we do a lot. So it's awesome because we love each other. But it's not necessarily <laughs> that's not necessarily the case. Okay, so gold retriever. Yeah, gold retriever, baby. Yeah. We're just helping. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> he's still got the yellow tennis ball in his mouth. <laughs> that actually pull my tail mind. harder. That, pull my tail. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hate you guys. Uh, oh, this no. is great. No, but no. Okay, so if you're serious and there's seriously some issues there sexually or whatever, I'm not like some doctor or whatever, but go pick up the Five Love Languages book. Go pick up so the Five Love Languages book. Read it, digest it, and follow it. And you two at the uh, uh, together to find out what what's t- what's missing. What is what are what's your spouse not doing for you to fill your love tank? Because if your love tank's full, you should be having sex all the time. Yeah, and guys, dude, I talked about your, if your foundation's weak, fix your foundation. Mm-hmm. The book Wilson just mentioned fixes the foundation because you figure out what what like what it's. I don't even know where I'm going with this. It's a cheat code. It really, yeah, yeah it dude, really yeah, is. very much. So you, it's very self uh, inflective, reflect. I don't know what I'm saying. Hi, I'm Chris. Um, <laughs> you want me to help you out with that one? Good Lord. So, but you figure out what you're, yeah, I know. So, Hi, so, my name's O, and this is a Shepherd's Man. This is a Shepherd's Man. Bye. Right. So, <laughs> the only one you hear it guys. i know dude i know we're not you heard it, you we're heard not it that out. That we'll out. just leave wilson stuff in <laughs> good lord dude no but but the, that book alone is very it, it helps you learn who you are and what you look for in a relationship and it helps you find out what, what if your partner reads it as well what like who your partner is and what they look for in a relationship because we're all raised different dude so dude if you hit jackpot and your guys love language is the same sweet that's so much easier Mm-mm. but that's, that's never how it is man. very seldom happens <laughs> yeah I, I just want to say something too since we're, uh, we're all about empowering men and and um 
hopefully helping men learn what they need to be in, in every area. We're talking about sex. Listen, dude, don't be such a punk ass that you don't pleasure your wife too. Oh like seriously, gosh, don't just be in it for you, man. Yeah. Like one of, and I'm not trying to be whatever, but like one of the things that I enjoy the most about our sex life is me being able to pleasure my wife. Like that is something that you should look forward to doing. Like you should be able to I, like, and you need to consider her in that time, you know, like you don't just need to be like, Hit it and quit it, and I'm going to sleep. That's not how it works, man. No. That's, that's why, why she's going to keep saying no much. more than five times. Well, yeah. if you if you married an A-type personality, that's not an option. <laughs> that's so, so one piece of advice that I got, and I shared this with you guys on a call the other day, was if you've got the dick of a sewing needle, you better learn how to fuck like a sewing machine. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I don't know... Where we've gone? <laughs> no. At point. Yeah. no, but we're, no, we're the, talking about mindset. This is the, important, the, though, guys. Yeah, but the truth of the matter is, and to to get off of the sex thing, like you got to figure that out if you're a guy. But the the love languages thing, it, yeah. b- believe it or not, like we've talked about in the past, the small things right. are going to get you to the goals that you want. Whether that's sex, success, money, whatever it is, mm-hmm. there there are certain things that you're going to have to do to get there. And that book, uh, I'm telling you right now, and and I. Me being me, and I was very transparent about my own problems with being A-type personality and stuff, that book sat on my bookshelf for over a year and a half. I was like, I don't need to read that stupid book. Yep. Five love like are you kidding me? But I'll tell you right right now, what, what you said, O'Neill, is the absolute truth. I found out what I needed. Right. And I didn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I found out what I needed and, and I found out what my wife's love language was. And sometimes it's a mix between the two, but it's really enlightening. And when you figure that out, I, I, I honestly believe it's a cheat code because then, mm-hmm. then every once in a while you're like, if you just, if you're getting the craving and stuff, man, you go hit that love language a couple of times. And it's like, and I don't mean hit the book. I mean, you, you hit her love Whatever language her a few yeah. times and it's like, she'll oh, throw it at story. you. Yeah. yeah. And so I want to, uh, since we're talking about relationships too, and, and I see this a lot in parents and families if you have kids don't be putting your kids before you and and your wife because you and your wife wouldn't have kids without you and your wife right so you are the foundation of this and that's why this is important what we're talking about is because if you guys break up now your kids are stuck with a broken home with random problems that brings because i mean i don't know i'm from a broken home i think all of us except cam's from a broken home you are too. too. Oh yeah, you are. So we all understand what that's like. I forgot. Sorry, your dad's so cool, and your mom. I just forget that. I mean, I, I don't. When people use the term like "broken home," to me, I'm like, yeah, it's, that's, I mean, I get it. Like come, that's what they yeah. call it. Like my parents got divorced, and then my dad got remarried. But there's nothing. There's nothing broken there. As, I mean, there's. I mean, the marriage broken, whatever. But. They, they did it about as good as anybody can do it considering the situation. So, anyways, I don't see it as a – That's a great point, right. though, Wilson. We could go on with that forever. Right. But it's it's one of those things where when you put it into perspective, you entered this household yes. and you will leave this household one day. We will be together forever. Right. right. And, that, that, and I'm just, the, the book is Raising Men, Not Boys. There's right. a few different books out there with similar titles, and he talks about that as well. He's like, mm-hmm. your relationship with your wife is top priority. That one is forever. Mm-hmm. Your relationship with your kids is for – you know, whatever, eight, it should be 18 years, in my opinion, yeah. um, you know, or 25 or whenever you can get them out of the house. But so you, you're, you're giving them for a season to grow them and mature mm-hmm. them and teach them and then set them out into the world. Your wife in, is forever mm-hmm. or yep. should be. And yeah. You should treat it. That and that's where a lot of problems with households are right now is the kids, you know, the top priority in the house. And that's right. twisted. Right, so fixed mindset, growth mindset in this scenario, fixed mindset. You're like, I'm not going to read this book. We're telling you what to, what to do, and the fixed mindset says, screw you guys, I'm not going to read this book, and you are having the issues. 
growth mindset says, dude, I want to pick up that book tomorrow or right now. You can buy it on Kindle or whatever you got to do and be serious about it. Read it. Read it together, though. Well, fixed mindset right. might mean you don't want to know the truth. And if you read that book, you might find that's out the truth. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's Nothing can is. change my relationship. It's, it's already the way, you know, nothing's going to fix this relationship. That's fixed mindset. It's all her fault, all his fault. Because I thing. know everything. Yeah, oh, I'm basically, God. yeah, yeah. It's shut up, dude. Read the freaking book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Read that's that's a good book. title for a book. Shut up, dude. Yeah, read shut the up, book. You're, you're right. And that's why you will have sex with yourself. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. And another Henderson. note, too. I mean, you, then you go enter in and see what's on the interwebs of what you can see and access. And then that opens up a whole nother can because your wife feels like she's like not important and doesn't yeah. feel good about it because you're a, a loser and not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, exactly. We're t- giving you the recipe. Listen. That's, that's yeah. really mean and harsh. I don't care. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. We ain't here to coddle your ass. We're not here to, to, to make you feel good. We're here to make you better. Right. So get over yourself. Yeah, I really wanted to cover business in this episode too, but I, I think we're going to omit that just in the, in the in the interest of time. And I definitely want to cover that again. A few episodes down the road, I definitely want to cover mental toughness. And I think business will, will really fall under that a lot more. So just to go over the mindsets again, so people don't have to go all the way back to the beginning to hear the, to hear the definitions. A fixed mindset is, means that you believe that your qualities are carved in stone. This kind of mindset creates the urgency to prove yourself over and over and constantly looking for recognition. Failure is death. Failure is the end. Okay. Fixed mindset sucks. Catch yourself when you're in the fixed mindset. Change it to the growth mindset. Growth mindset is the belief that your basic qualities are things you can cultivate through your efforts, your strategies, your help for others, right? We talked about application, repetition, okay? You're not going to start playing a video game. You're not going to start playing baseball tomorrow and be the best at it. It's going to take hours and hours. 10,000 hours will make you an expert in your field. 10,000. Lots of studies on that. Check those out. Although people may differ in every which way, people can grow through application repetition. What I just said, failure is an opportunity. Learn from your failures, dude. Screw for one. I think everyone in this in this room Understand school is not the future. So, but schooling yourself is, okay? Failing a test is not the end, okay? Failing a grade is not the end. You need to grow. I know. So it's, it's the next step, okay? Grow from your failures. Learn from your failures. You may not always win, but you will never learn or never lose. <laughs> Let me say that again. You may not always win, but you will never lose. You will learn. Lord have mercy. The biggest thing from this guy, sports-wise, okay? If you strike out, it's not the end. Go to batting practice every day. You want to be a pro baseball player? Every single day, go to the cages. Every day. Off season, every day. The right way, right? Practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. Mm. Form is everything. Mindset is everything. It's not fail. It's become. That being said, in relationships as well, if your foundation is shaky, fix it, right? We listed several books for you guys to read. Check out. Don't cliff note these books. Read 10 pages a day. It's so simple, man. Get up 30 minutes early, knock out some pages, right? 30 minutes. If you're a slow reader, you should be at least be able to get through five before you go to work, right? Lunchtime, read a couple more. Before bed, read a couple more. 
Keep, never stop learning. Growth mindset. Never stop learning. Always school yourself. Relationships. Stop blaming the other person. Okay? Touch base with them. Five love languages. Read it. Figure out what your love language is. Figure out what their love language is. Apply. Learn. Growth. Failure is not the end. Failure is becoming. Guys, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on... What's the, what's the business one? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. What's the professional on one? Yeah. Glad we didn't talk about that today. Uh, yeah. We're on LinkedIn. <laughs> guys, we're, are, you know, we're, we're all over the place, guys. You know, shoot us a follow. Whatever your favorite one is. You don't have to follow us on all of them, okay? It's annoying. F- figure out what your, whatever your favorite one is, your main one is, dude. Follow it, okay? You guys, are, the podcast is on Spotify now. It's always been on SoundCloud. That's the basis. We've applied for iTunes. We're on Stitcher, I believe, now. So we also have a website that we've just launched, shepherdsof.men. Phenomenal. Go check it out. I really would love to hear what you guys think about the new website. Um, Dude, if you like what you're hearing, man, drop us a follow on those sites, man. Drop us a like. Drop us some comments, man. If you have questions or want to call us out on something, look, this is glasshouse mentality, man. Call us out. We'd love to have a conversation going back and forth. Give us something to to talk about on the next episode or touch base on from a previous episode. Love to hear from you guys. We love constructive criticism. Okay. If you're just going to talk shit, you're going to get shit. So, but if constructive criticism, we love that. So, guys, I'm O. Again, I was joined with JP Wilson and Cam. This was episode four, Mindset. This is the movie.